All right. Yep. And we're on the air. We're on. All right. So this is Dental Discourse, episode one. And I hope you guys enjoy it. (laughs) All right. So we're here. My name is John Michael Parlato. I'm Hector Babylonia. And we're two dental students at NSU. Nova, Nova Southeastern South University. University. South Florida, baby. So let's talk about what this is. This is Dental Discourse. This is our podcast that we're starting. We're going to talk about a lot of things in the dental industry. Before we get into that, we're just going to talk about how like this idea started. So why don't you go ahead. So, yeah, you know, just the soon-to-be dental students that we are, we just always got a hustling mentality. And <laughs> we're like... What would be fantastic is to get a a podcast where we could just talk about all the latest things in the technology for dentistry, mm-hmm. give the future dental students like us, give them ad- advice or just, you know, hopefully, and not only our advice, but being mm-hmm. able to bring on other people that have you more information. So we're going to get into so how we met as uh, dental students. We've been friends since we started. We're now both juniors. Well, I'm a junior. Yeah, I'm a senior. You're a senior. You're a year ahead because of credits that came in. But we met through the dual admission program here at NSU. We actually had an interview together. Yeah. We were the last interview. And we thought we were competing for the spot. We thought we were competing for the last spot, but we actually both made it. So we decided that was was meant to be. We had to be friends. That was fate. Put us in that room together. To... Yeah. So um, the dual admission program, let's talk about that. Because not a lot of schools have that. It's really awesome that NSU uh, provides that for us. So they have two different programs. There's a 3 plus 4 and a 4 plus 4 where mm-hmm. you do either three years of undergrad and then four years of dental school or four years of undergrad and four years of dental school. Yeah. Um, so you're actually in the 3 I'm, plus 4. I'm in the 3 plus 4. And I'm and- in the 4 plus 4. And then in the three plus four, they give you two options. You could, you could either the your senior year finish it. Well, your senior year would be actually your your first year, your D one, first year. Yeah, of dental first school. year of dental school, and that's when you get your bachelor's is after your first year of dental school in a three plus four. Right, or you also have the option of which is what I'm doing because I brought in extra credits Mm -hmm. from when I was doing dual enrollment in high school. I graduate, I graduate after three years here in Nova just Mm -hmm. because I have the credits and then I I go into the dental school afterwards. Yeah. So the good thing for you is you actually get your, your bachelor's before completing your first year of dental school, which a lot of students don't have that opportunity with the three plus four. Yeah. And it's basically you take your, uh, your general electives, are technically your first year dental school classes. Mm-hmm. So otherwise you'd be locked in to go to this dental school. But I mean, anyways, you want to go to the dental school here in Nova. Yeah, so I mean, it, it works out either way for you. But um, for me, I didn't come in with any credits. Well, I mean, I came in with like 11 math credits and that was, that was it. <laughs> but um, I'm in the four plus four. So I still got another year before I, before I hit dental school. That's all right. But now you're focusing on your DAT. Yeah. Got to get the good scores for that. Hell yeah. And uh, make yourself look sexy for those dental schools. <laughs> <laughs> so we we really think the dual program is like really beneficial. It allows us to focus on our academics and 
because that's the only the only contingency with going into the dental school here. Mm -hmm. Really, the biggest thing is your academics. So if you keep your scores, if you get a good score on the DAT, it's like really beneficial, and you're like a a preferred accepted student. Yeah, I mean, and, I need to maintain an A average. Yeah. To to even qualify for the program throughout your four years of or through your four or your three years of undergrad. Mm -hmm. And if not, you get put on probation. They give you one semester to make back your GPA uh, mm -hmm. or and if not, you get taken out. Yeah. But I mean, either way for dental school, you mm -hmm. need to have these good grades. So it's kind of good that we have like a program that kind of keeps us on track. Too. Yeah, it keeps us in check. Right. Absolutely. So uh, we were actually researching the dual admission program at other schools. And it turns out Nova is only like one of like 65 schools yeah. that do it. There are some other schools, like some big name schools, like NYU, Boston University, Fairleigh Dickinson, Rutgers, UPenn. I was and, surprised. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Like NYU and and UPenn. Had... Yeah, even like Stony Brook and other schools. Like these are big schools, and uh, the fact that they offer that too is amazing. That's that's amazing. Like people should take that opportunity, especially at like NYU, one of the best dental schools in the United States. Yeah, right now, especially. Yeah, especially with the you know cosmetic revolution that's going on. No, absolutely. So, like, anybody listening who is either in high school or is in college thinking about becoming a dentist, uh, definitely look for these programs. And you can even apply to some of them up until, like, after your first year of, of undergrad. Yeah, I think before your, your sophomore year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for up-and-coming students in high school or those who just graduated, anybody listening like that, definitely, if you want to be a dentist look into these things these programs are amazing it's gonna they make... give you a lot of resources to to help you uh, a lot of people to contact because for us there's there's people in the dual admission program and there's also people like dr Littman who you can contact and reach yeah. out to him and that's people already like from the dental school that have been working with us and guiding us since we've been freshmen in college yeah. And they check in with us pretty much every every semester. Yeah, because it's pretty hard when you're just a regular, a regular student at university. You know, it, it's more intimidating reaching out to dental schools and asking for advice. Whereas these people, is, they they reach out to us really. Yeah, and absolutely, like you know, for someone like us to come in to college, like and not know if if we were to not know anything about the dental program here, mm -hmm. really, like it would be very intimidating to to try to contact somebody like Dr. Lippman who is the dean of the dental school here. Um, but for like us, we met him through the program. So it, it kind of bridges the gap between you and yeah. the, you know, the student and the, the instructors and stuff. So it gives you, it gives kind of like a personal level where you can, you can reach out to them and not have to feel like the awkwardness or anything like that. You're, you're familiar with them right. because he was the one who interviewed us. And just like, um, I'm sure you remember him, Dr. Saul. Yeah. I, I email him whenever I have a question of anything regarding my, my dental application. Yeah, and, and he he's very, very helpful. Yeah, and they respond like super, super quickly. Yeah, and I actually, um, I had a lunch with him before. I remember. Him and uh, Ms. Rivera, Desiree Rivera. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a really cool opportunity. I won it through the raffle from one of the uh, dual mission events mission. that we had. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. I got to see some insight and talk to them, like specifically about my own circumstance. Right. And it was uh, it was really awesome, you know. And he told me if I have any questions or anything, I'm uh, he's always there to reach out to him. He's actually the one that helped me make the appeal 
to change from a four plus four to a three plus four program. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, no, because originally you were in the four plus four. I was in the four plus four before. Yeah, but it was good that you were able to switch, especially because you already came in with those credits. Right. So um, let's really let's talk about what our goal is with this podcast and why we're doing it. So pretty much just talk about any and everything that's about the dental world, just about research, about the process of becoming a dentist, um, any curiosities, just, you know, anything we find cool. Yeah. No, really, um, we just want to help, you know, with knowledge in this, in this subject. And we're two students going through it right now. So no, we don't, we don't have all the answers, yeah. but we do, we do have some experience because right now you're going through your dental application yeah. and you did the DAT and things like that. So we're just trying to help other students really and just kind of get ourselves out there. And even if we don't help, like I'm sure there's a lot of people in the same position that we are now. Yeah, that can and relate to the circumstances yeah, that we're in. Yeah, it's just good knowing sometimes because the life of a student is very lonely. Like, yeah. You go through the trenches on your own most of the time. Mm-hmm. Those late nights studying yeah. and everything. <laughs> you don't got nobody there. Yeah, it's, but, um, it's yeah, nice we just knowing that provide. somebody else is like going through it. Exactly. Not with you, but you know, you guys have the same same goal in mind and going through the same process. Yeah, and we just want to provide that uh, that platform to be able to talk about these things with really anything within the dental industry. There's so many different routes that uh, people could take, and so many different things that we could talk about. All the cutting edge research that's coming out. You know, the the future of dentistry. Like you don't really know. There's so many things. There's like the cosmetic resolution. A lot of people are doing the cosmetics. Mm -hmm. thing. That's you know. the new wave right now. It's cosmetics. Exactly. So throughout these these episodes, we're really going to be talking about a, like a wide range of issues. We're going to try to bring on some guests. We we know a few practicing dentists right now. Mm -hmm. So we'll see where this goes. You know, we really yeah, want to explore get, different issues and everything. Yeah, we we can get some some very interesting people to talk on here with us. That's the ultimate goal. Absolutely. All right, cool. So um, now we want to just jump into uh, what this podcast is really about. We're just going to jump into talking about different topics with dentistry. Um, we're going to start really with specializations. There's so many different specializations. A lot of people don't realize. Yeah, especially with the... Well, okay. When you ever tell somebody, oh, I want to be a dentist, they think about, okay, so you're going to fill cavities for mm -hmm. a living. Or, or when you go to the dentist, you, you just imagine like, a scary guy that's gonna inject you or tell you that you don't floss yeah or just like your regular general dentist family dentist, family like, dentist that's what yeah. a lot of people think dentistry is and that's like they think that's all that dentistry is they don't know all the different things that it has to offer as, as far as like professions and different different routes that you could take really there's so many mm -hmm. different routes there's so many specializations that you could take in uh, in dental school or like you know after that you can get certified for certain things Especially now with the advancements that we're having in technology, it's just allowing for so many new procedures to be done within mm -hmm. dentistry that we just haven't seen before. Like even even in periodontal like uh, procedures, mm. have you seen that laser that detects oral cancer before it even develops? Yeah, I, I thought it's that was so incredible. Great. How does it? How does that even happen? Yeah, I'm telling you, the technology today is, is getting crazy. Like, that's something that uh, a doctor probably wouldn't be able to see by, by the eye, you know? 
and that's what they're trained to do really said so it's literally testing it before it comes out yeah like, before you even have oral cancer it detects it yeah that's incredible that's i don't know that that's something crazy to me that's but i heard it's very expensive technology oh, i can imagine yeah even like the the lasers that they have uh for like gum removal mm-hmm. like if they're doing like a gum retraction like yeah. the lasers crazy expensive and then they charge a lot to use them <laughs> gotta make that money back yeah no they gotta pay for the machine i guess <laughs> of course i w- i actually worked with uh, a dentist in new york city over the summer and one of the procedures that they did they brought in a uh, a periodontist and we did uh, oral surgery on somebody. We were doing a gum attraction. And it was actually really, really cool to watch. Like, you know, I got to help a little bit too. Right. I was assisting. So they actually, like, cut the gums, like, vertically, pulled it back. It was like a flap. And then I literally scrape everything because this lady had, um, she had teeth under her gums that they were able to expose. Like, you know. Okay, she had, like, more of her Yeah, teeth. more of her actual teeth, like, before the root. Right. So they were able to pull that up and it just completely changed their smile. It's incredible. Like things like that, you know, 10, yeah. 20, 30 years ago, they didn't even think about things like that. It's just, you had short teeth. Yeah. But it's like reality. You had a gummy smile because you're exactly. really large. And the, but like now there's so many different things. So like they, do, they did that like manually mm-hmm. by, by actually cutting, cutting the gums away. Yeah. Um, but like I said, they have these lasers now where they can just go over it. A few times and it completely just the gums just fall and off it, like it's since incredible. this laser it, it uh, cauterizes yeah. everything on the spot yep exactly because i've seen gum retractions but i i've seen it like manually and then you have to do sutures and yeah like, well they actually yeah. they did uh stitches through each papilla yeah where it came down the gums mm-hmm. so they, they literally just put like one stitch there once and then just went around and they were like doing it individually yeah but that must be painful as a, in a recovery process. Can't imagine like you recovery can't do anything probably. Yeah, I have my wisdom teeth erupting, and that's super uncomfortable. So I can't imagine all of my front teeth. Yeah. Being going through that with my gums. Like. And they say with your gums, they won't fully set back until like six months after the fact, or like no six weeks. I'm sorry. Mm. So like that's even like even months. yeah, <laughs> I mean even though like. Two weeks down the road, your gums may be healed, but they're not com- completely set until about six weeks. Mm. So it takes even longer. Like the whole recovery process is very slow. Damn. That's. Yeah. And the pain involved with that is probably crazy. Eating. You got to eat a lot of soft foods. Yeah. Probably not too hot either because your teeth are sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about orthodontics, though. A lot yeah. of people. A few years ago, orthodontics was going off, you know. A lot of people were getting braces. A lot of people that didn't even need braces were getting braces. I, I figured that that's what I saw. Yeah, and and I've seen a lot of older people getting braces too. Yeah, adults now will have <laughs> braces. It's like something that you would never see before. Yeah. Um, but now I feel uh, because of things like Invisalign, a lot of people are steering away from them. But what they don't realize is that Invisalign is not as effective in, in terms of moving your teeth. They say that like those kind of programs like – they can only tilt your teeth, so they can't. They can't actually move your teeth if it needs to be like moved to the side or moved back. Right. It's not. It's not powerful enough, and nobody wants braces because they you know they're big, they're uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But the reality is, some people need them, and, and I don't think orthodontics is going anywhere. Like a, a lot of people think that's like a dying industry. But oh man, that's not going anywhere. And even 
even those companies like uh, what is it, Smile Direct, they have to have orthodontists working there, no? You would think that, but the thing is, oh, now with the those, labs, the labs is what do those those parts. They have. Yeah, they don't even. Hey, let's talk about that because that that can't be good. I don't I don't know too too much about it, but just from like a, a standpoint of like on the outside, you need somebody overlooking those things because let's say they want to move your tooth, if it doesn't move as much as it's supposed to, you can't move on to the next tray. No, and they send you trays already made for like the process that you're gonna have within six months from now. They already say they know where your teeth are gonna look yeah. like, but. There was months, like my girlfriend did the Smile Direct, and there was some months where she wouldn't be able to fit in to, to the retainers that she had. Yeah. Because the process wasn't, like either her teeth weren't moved to that form yet, mm -hmm. so like she had to wait longer until it did, and eventually the teeth did fit. Yeah. But it, it's impossible to predict a procedure like that mm -hmm. perfectly. Especially with, that, with nobody overlooking with nobody it. Nobody looking. The at good it. thing about Invisalign is it's connected to a dentist. So like you, a lot of dentists are like a Invisalign certified, so they can do yeah. it. But they have to monitor that because, you know, but let's Invisalign? say you do two, three trays that move your teeth, but after like the third tray, you might need part of your sh your tooth like shaved down or like something didn't move correctly. Yeah. And if they if they give you six trays and after the third tray your feet your uh, your teeth don't fit the fourth tray. What are you, you going to do? Because you don't have any dentist connected to, to contact. So what are you mm -hmm. going to contact customer support? Like how much are they going to help? Because they're not dentists. They don't know. No, and then you got to send it through. You got to ship it to them. Yeah. Wait until it gets back to you. And then by the time it gets back to you, you've been like two weeks out of orthodontic. Like yeah, you might process. not even be wearing then, the retainer that you had before. So then your teeth are just messed up. And then it's not going to fit even when it does come back to what yeah. it used to be like. It's just uh, you need somebody overlooking these things. And I've heard a lot of stories about people doing it. And because, like, it doesn't fit after the third, third tray or whatever, like, they really mess up their teeth. Because mm -hmm. it's a process, you know. Like, halfway through the process, your teeth might not look, you know, as good as the what it's supposed to be when it's done. But if you can't move past halfway, like, your teeth are, like, not stuck like that. They're going to end up moving back to the original form. Yeah. If, if you don't do anything about it, that's why, like, people you need to wear... Um, retainers at night and stuff like that after they did braces and everything but i don't know they they have like these instagram ads for these things like that where it's like they just try to get people you know yeah they don't they don't realize the the actual like work that goes into it behind the, behind if anything the scenes. gets enough likes on instagram it becomes credible you know yeah so absolutely <laughs> well they put hundreds of, of dollars into the ads and then yeah these ads are going to have it's a video it's going to have views yeah. And that's what people view as like validity. So they think, oh, well, like a hundred thousand people viewed this video, like obviously it has to be good. It has to be yeah. credible. Mm -hmm. But there's so many companies. Like there's ones like the Smile Direct that are more reputable, but there's so many companies that are less reputable. They they probably not using the the right materials and things like that. They could really mess up your teeth if you're not careful. But even then it's just people trying to take shortcuts and it's not also, the company is very smart. They make it half the price of Invisalign because yeah. Invisalign has to be administered by a dentist. Yeah, well, that's where the cost comes in. And they try to cut out the dentist, and that's like the thing that they think that, like, that's the selling point. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have the dentist who's a, like, a trained professional 
going four years of school to like specifically to to deal with things like that yeah when you don't have that when something goes wrong then it's messed up and a lot of the times they end up having to go to a dentist after the fact because they messed up their teeth yeah you spend more money after that yeah and are they liable i don't know I, like i don't know if you can hold like someone like high, uh the, the smile direct like or something like that like i don't know if you can hold them liable really I'm pretty sure you can and also the whole process for you to get your trays in the first place is you make your own impressions mm-hmm so yeah let's just give give a general overview though like if if people are listening don't know exactly how okay. these programs work just like give us yeah. an overview so so basically if you guys know what invisalign are it's exactly that just a different company selling that product but without the dentist involved without the dentist involved because invisalign has to be administered by a dentist so instead of getting regular metal braces they can suggest if you're, you can qualify for Invisalign because not everyone is um, a candidate mm-hmm. for that procedure. Because if you're, because like case, we said, it's not it's not as strong as regular braces. Yeah, if you have a severe case, like yeah, you won't be able to do Invisalign. Yeah. And the thing with these uh, Smile Direct companies, like you know, I'm saying like anyone. them. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The their approval rate is probably crazy because they don't really have anybody involved. That's like. They probably have some dentists working for them saying like this yeah, person yeah. can do it this person can't but even though the very severe cases they'll take on and it's not good because you're not going to get any results and then at the end of the day you already paid them you're stuck with your trays whether it works or not yeah yeah so basically you you apply online they uh-huh. send you you make your own impression Yeah, you get a box okay so you apply online and then you receive a box with an impression kit mm-hmm instructions okay two trays one for your top arch one for your bottom arch and you take your own impressions i don't know if you guys know this but when you guys go to the dentist those are people that went to school and learned how to take dental impressions of teeth. yeah there's a lot of ways you can mess up an impression easy very easy by moving your teeth slightly you might mess up that impression like a lot and that makes the world of a difference in especially dentistry. for something like this where it's supposed to be over like six weeks every little like millimeter counts. Yeah. So if you take the like a wrong impression, not that you would take a wrong impression, but like an improper impression, right. it could really mess up things down the road. That's what a lot of people don't realize. And then, and somebody who has nothing to do with dentistry would never know that. Okay, I buy down on this. Perfect. I send it back, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get some retainers back. Like you, and the whole the whole selling it. point is like convenience. You don't have to go to the doctor or anything. They send you everything. Um, and that's their selling point. But when you have that convenience, you lose the quality. They try to be like the Uber of orthodontics. Yeah. It's like ordering Uber Eats. Yeah. The food quality is never the same when you order Uber Eats. It's like old and soggy. Like it's the like... fries are half eaten by the driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, I mean, that's, that's what I think of it as though. Like yeah. you lose the quality when you go through uh, these programs. And uh, I think it's a trend. I think these things are not going to die down because people are going to realize, like, that's not the way to go. It's not beneficial to me. Yeah. It's not beneficial to anybody. Uh, I'll give it, like, another, honestly, like, another five years. Yeah. I think that, like, Unless that they're process, able to, to step up their, like. And I actually have seen that Smile Direct has started having some brick-and-mortar places. Really? That you go to. Yeah that's what you need at least that so that if there's a problem you have somewhere to go and like get checked up on. yeah so at least them i don't know about the other companies but them it looks like they're using their money yeah. correctly like 
maybe they didn't have enough money as a startup when they started mm -hmm. up to like provide dentists and all of that. It's a good idea, you know, in theory, it's yeah. a good idea, but like you need somebody to be able to check up or like there should be recommended dentists. Like if you go to their website, like, Oh, I have a problem. They send you to a dentist to like check up on that problem. Yeah, or at least have there needs to like be a bridge in that gap. At least have like referrals or do what Invisalign did and have dentists that are like certified to work with Smile Direct. Absolutely. Like, like this is a Smile Direct dentist. Uh, yeah. Your local Smile Direct dentist. He's a regular dentist, owns his own private practice. But if and, you have any problems, he can. Yeah, and that's no extra cost to them. So honestly, like that would be a, a, like a great thing for them to introduce. Yeah. Unless they want, you know, if they want their own clinics and stuff, and like, they should definitely set those up, though. It's just dentist. like you need the infrastructure for that. Yeah. It's hard. It's very hard to of do course. something like that, especially if, like, let's say 50, even 50% 50 of the cases, if they don't need any additional help, like, that's a lot of people that wouldn't be coming to them. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is if you make them come to you, you lose that convenience that that was their selling point. Right. No, but it's not a... Okay, I think that the way they have it set up, is smart because people everything that they they apply for now is for convenience so mm -hmm. netflix took out blockbuster for convenience in my opinion blockbuster was way better than netflix you think so I, a thousand percent you can go to blockbuster and go and get bro i would go every friday with my cousin and my uncle mm -hmm. we would get two video games for the PS3. My uncle would get two DVDs of like seasons mm -hmm. of shows. And then like we would come back three days later and he, he had a membership for yeah. Blockbuster. But, and everything was translated in like five languages. Yeah, They had okay. everything on there. Mm -hmm. And now Netflix has only when Netflix wants to show you Netflix originals. They used to have like yeah, but here's the thing, though, like when it comes to the dental thing, I don't think that these like Smile Direct companies are like the Netflix. I don't think they're going to repl ever replace going to an actual orthodontist or things like that. Yeah, because you lose that quality. Like I said, you can't you can't get that that quality without an actual dentist there. And oral health, they say oral health is one of the, the most influential things on like other health aspects. If you have poor oral health. It's going to affect a lot of your other systems in your body. No, that's what I'm saying. I hope people notice before they, like, obviously it's never going to come to the time where orthodontists get taken out of the picture because yeah. it affects, like, your teeth. If it doesn't fit, it hurts. Yeah. It, so I, I think people would be quicker to realize the inefficiency mm -hmm. of it and at least, um, you know, by them taking out the demand for the product, causing the company to better their process. Yeah. You get me just like pure capitalism. Like, listen, your process isn't working for me. You got to fix it for me to, to be. A, I think that's what's going to come down to if they're going to like, I think it's a trend, but if they are able to adapt and provide that quality that it, like an actual dentist can provide in some way, yeah. you know, right now, I don't know that way, but if they can do that, like they're going to, they're going to survive in the industry. Yeah. Like those brick and mortar places, that's, I think they probably only have like three yeah. in the United States. But if they start putting, you know, at least like in the major cities for now, like, yeah. I think that's a good start. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I want to talk about was also like you see these things on like Instagram and it goes along with like 
if you see it, it has a lot of likes, it has a lot of views, you think it's credible, mm-hmm. but like these uh like teeth whitening kits the and stuff like whitening. that. Yep. If you look them up, I've done some research on them. You could get them for like five dollars. Okay. <laughs> this is like cheap, very cheap uh material and quality stuff. And it's like the paste that you put into the tray, you put the tray in your mouth with the blue light, like and I don't know how day, reliable that is. That paste is only hydrogen peroxide mostly. It's like ninety percent hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. In paste form, and then you just put it inside the tray, which costs like five dollars. Yeah, with the blue light. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't really know how effective or like safe that is, really, because you don't know what they're putting in these pastes. They could be putting anything. Yeah, it's some some factory in China sending this over. Yeah, and with no like nobody ad- administering it, like the quality any or anything. Yeah, or and here here's there's the no problem. FDA, there's nobody. Yeah, and here's the problem is that it goes along with the the credibility on Instagram. They see it's like dropshipping companies really what are what are doing it, yeah. and they're turning like a, a twenty twenty dollars to forty dollars for these these products that are costing literally five dollars to make. Yeah, and then they sell it to you for like forty. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's just about a matter of like it being brought to you in an ad, and that's what people see, and that's what they're like. Oh, okay. Well, if other people are doing it, then it must be reliable. But if you look either at the comments or the reviews on these actual products, and not on their websites, because a lot of people don't realize they make fake reviews for their products. Yes. A lot of fake reviews. Very they will, they will have people hired that put in thousands of reviews that are fake. Yeah. But when you look, like, especially um, a lot of these companies get these from, like, AliExpress and stuff like that. If you look on AliExpress, people, like, have horrible stories with pictures of this stuff burning their gums. Because you, you don't know what's in it. Yeah, you're just getting some light. Oh, it's a blue light. Not yeah. knowing, like, you're getting UV rays in your mouth. Like, yeah, it's definitely not, not good for your health. And they yeah. have similar things that... Um, actual dentist dentists can do like teeth whitening yeah um but it's just the one the quality of the, the materials is way better and two it's like regulated you know what's in it it's not it's not some some product some paste that you have no idea what's and in it you don't know if it's wearing away your enamel if it's making any damage exactly to your teeth because they might look white but completely messed up your teeth yeah well even like the, the colgate like teeth whitening strips and stuff a lot of people use them and I, I don't know like how good they are or anything, but I did hear about one person that fell asleep with their Zen. They say that's not really not good because mm-hmm. she woke up, took it off, and like it physically hurt her teeth. Her teeth were super white from these things because she left them in for so long. Yeah. But you're not supposed to do that. It hurt. It hurts your teeth, and, and not in the physical sense, but like in a, like a, you know eroding yeah. your teeth away. Because it's it, chemicals is what it is. It leaves your teeth more prone. To, like, they'll be super white for that one day. Yeah. But they leave your your teeth, like, with a bunch of pores. Yeah. And then as soon as you get your teeth dirty, they're going to get more dirty than the one before. before. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize these things. And even, like, I feel like we're talking about it and we don't even know the full scope of, like, what is actually really how happening. how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, if we were to have, like, a dentist talk about this, they would probably go way into more detail about how bad these things are for you. Yeah. And we don't know how bad they are, but, like, we can only assume by the things that is going into these products, these chemicals. Like, there's definitely not... Really not just out of common knowledge. Like, just, yeah. just putting two and two together. Like, okay, if, if you leave hydrogen peroxide on your teeth for 
four hours, yeah, it's probably not good for your <laughs> teeth, no? No, no, definitely not. But who actually takes the time to sit there and, and think about these things? Probably not a lot of people. Yeah. They just see it, they order it, they use it, and yeah, then perfect. they go on with their life. Yeah. But these things can have really uh, detrimental like things to your teeth. If they could do detrimental things. Yeah. All right. I think that's right. a wrap. So we're going to wrap it up. Um, this is a great first episode. It was a yeah. good introduction to what we're going to be talking about. Uh, we did want to bring up one thing, one last thing. What's up? So, me and Hector, we started a, a product page. It's a website. It's called TheBetterToothbrush.com. The yeah. The so toothbrush. It's a water flosser toothbrush. And we're actually doing this for charity. We're donating to... It's uh, Give a Smile Back. They, they donate. All right. So, you to, donate to them our proceeds. And they help with uh, victims with of abuse. abuse. Victims. Abuse yep. victims to give restorative work to their their teeth. It's a great charity. We really believe in it. So we we are actually starting this website, thebettertoothbrush.com. But we check it out. We started this website. When I was yeah, started. Yeah. So check it out. Um, it's a really great thing that we think we're doing. We're donating to them. Yeah. Not only is it a great product. I mean, in our opinion, might be biased opinion, but. <laughs> But also, it's for a good cause. So you want to talk about the product? Go, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So the best way to explain it would probably be, okay, so you know what a water pick is? Yeah. So it's basically the same technology as a water pick, mm -hmm. but it's it has a toothbrush attached to it instead of a just a regular tip that shoots out water. Yeah, so we have the separate tip that is just for the water flossing, the water and then flossing. we have the water flosser plus toothbrush, and you just attach the head. The good thing about our product is that it eliminates the tank. So a lot of these water picks have the, the tank that you gotta plug in. They're super loud, they're big, they're bulky. Them. So our product, you hook it up directly to your sink. It's like, It pops into the sink, it pops off very easy. And uh, we just wanna be able to provide this product for people uh, water flossing, so it's it's not as good as regular flossing, um, but it is effective, and it it eliminates the need to floss uh, fully every single day. Right, and realistically, even though they should, people don't floss every single day. Yeah, but this makes it way more convenient to do that because it's already incorporated into your toothbrush. Exactly, and it's teeth. I mean, I'm sorry, and it's water just yeah. flossing your teeth. So if you have sensitive gums, mm -hmm. that's also good for that too because you're flossing not with a string but with water. Yep. So if you guys have the time, definitely check it out. It's thebettertoothbrush.com. Like I said, 100% of the proceeds go to Give a Smile Back where they provide dental care and restorative dental care to victims of abuse, both males and females. It's amazing. Check it's a great us program. out. So check it out, thebettertoothbrush.com. Thank this, you for tuning in today. This, this has been Dental Discourse. Dental Discourse. All right, everybody. Have a good day.